You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Lindsay After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Lindsay After Show. Lindsay, break it down for us, girl. A classic Lindsay song, Rumors. Very fitting for today's episode. I'm glad to see people do remember about that one. Yes, Rumors. Rumor has it. Mm-mm. We thought she was in trouble then when this song came out, and it was like, oh, everyone's talking about Lindsay now. Forget it. It's just off <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> welcome after Buzz, guys. I'm your host, Stephanie McGrath, and welcome to another Lindsay on Owen, part four. And today, as usual, I'm joined by my fabulous co-host. Starting from my far, far left, I have... Grant Rudder. Good evening. Hello. <laughs> and thank you, Stephanie. I'm Kylie Hodges. Now, guys, we have, as we made predictions of last week, we thought part four, it's got to go off like a bang. There's got to be something more we're building up to. And we started off, we went back to Dina's house to finish off the interview with Oprah. And during that interview, Oprah sat down with Dina, Lindsay's mum, and asked her a few hard-hitting questions, including... Things like, do you regret allowing Lindsay to travel to LA and do you feel you've failed as a mother? Now, guys, take it over to you. What were your overall opinions about that whole interview? I loved that interview. Oprah did not beat around the bush at all with Dina. And I thought it was very interesting. Um, There was a moment where they were talking about when Lindsay had moved to California for the first time. She was 19. Mm -hmm. And Dina was talking about her hesitations. She was dating um, a club promoter. And um, Oprah asks her how, how she dealt with that. And Dina was saying that Lindsay was not... She was hiding the fact that she was an addict. And she didn't act like an addict when she was at home. And Oprah said, that's how an addict acts. And I thought it was so ironic that Oprah Mm -hmm. was telling Dina, who... We have discussed before, Dina and Michael are both reported addicts as well. She was telling Dina what an addict is like. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so interesting. I thought the interview was too short. I thought they yeah. could have went in many mm-hmm. different directions to those questions. I thought Dina's behavior, she was very anxious when she sat down in that chair. And, I mean, rightfully so. But she really, I could just see the look on her face like she didn't know what questions were going to come at her. This was There was no pre-interview. This was just going to be on the fly. And last week you mentioned that you looked at Dina and her behavior was a little off to you, especially as a mother. Did you feel that way in this episode? I think every time I see Dina on camera, I feel that way. There's something about her that just feels off, and I don't understand what it is. I don't, she doesn't seem like a mother to me. Did you guys get the sense of, I think it was more, in the interview, you certainly noticed that, where she went from a very quick to, 
Let's talk about, did you ever feel that Lindsay was going to be one of those tragic Hollywood stories? The tears started welling. She was, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're kind of going, I'm not feeling so genuine because the moment Lindsay pops back in, grandma comes in, smiles, all perky, all excited. Then they leave and it was very candid. The moment Oprah gets in the car and they drive away, Lindsay was straight off by herself in the door. Grandma was who knows. <laughs> it just seemed very contrived. Right. Well, Did- you're absolutely right with her. You're absolutely right with her behavior mm. during that interview because with the, the turning on the tears and all that because when I was referencing again the Dr. Phil interview she kind of leaned back in her chair kind of took in a little breath and kind of like had like a little melodramatic moment and that was really the same type of moment that was replayed through that whole interview and I was wondering are we going there or is this going to be a real interview or is she going to turn it on like she did with Dr. Phil yeah. she had a moment That's- there and I was like uh oh She's going to go there, which I love for television. Great. But, I mean, it really, like, she didn't fool around with Oprah. And I didn't think she would. I don't think she has the, the cojones to really do that in front of her. That's exactly mm. what I was going to say. I feel like that Dina has done this before. She yep. knows how to turn on the sob story mom. And, and she knew when to turn it off, mm-hmm. too. But it it's definitely was very rehearsed. I don't think, though, she came across like she normally does. Really? I know that I think she's got that act on. But I think Oprah, Oprah saw through it. Oprah threw back the question where she wasn't going to answer it completely, as in, you know, what were you doing? She's like, look, I had, you know, it was really hurting oh. the other siblings. It was She was avoiding yeah. the answer, taking mm-hmm. responsibility for herself put, as a mother. Putting the blame on, a, on the kids, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And I said this from the beginning. These people never take the rap for anything. Yeah, I, I wrote them down. The excuses <laughs> were mm-hmm. that the kids were in school, so she couldn't move. She had three kids. Yep. She was juggling so many things. And then, the, of course, she was in denial. I'm not, now, my mom does not have, are there five kids or four kids in the Lohan family? Michael, four. Cody, Allie, yeah. Lindsay, and then there's the stray ones that uh, Michael the, has. Oh, the, Lindsay, so, yeah, we don't talk four, about those. Yes. Yep. I only mm-hmm. have one brother, but I know that my mother, who lives 2,000 miles away, if she knew I was in trouble, she could put things on hold to come and fix me. You know what I mean? I feel right. like th- like that's what a mother does. I'm not saying my mm. mom is perfect, but I, I just feel like a... a a parent would be much more proactive about a situation. It's so easy to throw the blame. Well, I have three kids, and they were all in school, and I was busy, and I have a house to try to yeah. keep. And well, it's just, I mean, it's just too easy. Yeah. I'd even suggest taking another perspective on this is that also, yes, you can say she wasn't acting in, in the best motherly attentions, but then if you're also looking at addict herself, She's not necessarily caring much about the kids or anybody at all. Who knows what she's actually going through as an addict herself at that Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, an addict, you know, trying to be a parent to a fellow addict, you've got a recipe for a disaster, do you not? Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that the interview had gone on longer too because I I wanted Oprah to talk to Dina about... About her own personal issues. Yes. I wanted her to, to dive in and get Dina to say that she's been an addict or she is an addict or any any of that or even Michael's issues. But right. Dina was foolish. Mm. Dina looked foolish to me at the end of this interview because mm-hmm. she really tried to per, she really tried to put out there and project that this was this wholesome family that really just kind of she got caught up in things and she couldn't yeah. put in the time and my grandma my mother's here and it was just like. If that was the case, and we've seen that we can see this with other celebrities, people who come from really solid homes, they're they're really not in this. They're really not in such a mess, and so it just was foolish for us to think 
that she was going to... It was foolish for her to think that we were going to think that this was just a great little family and Lindsay just kind of got caught up in everything. There's too much. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I hope I'm making my point correct. Yeah. I mean, there's just no. too much for it. There's too much. They're too much this now Thank in you. this day and age. We have seen it all. You're not... Thank you. That's why I mean, I think with this interview in particular, she's rehearsed it. She knows it and what she was going to say. And it's worked in the past, but Oprah's like, no, hold it. Take a stop mm-hmm. there, Dana. We, we know this isn't a wholesome story. We've seen it all. You can't try and blame this. Yeah. We know your own issues. Right. So cut the BS. Exactly. As she, now, what do you think about Oprah's though comments when she was leaving the car saying, she, Oprah was saying, personally, I generally feel Lindsay is now taking responsibility. She realised that I'm not going to have any more of this. You get this right. You do the scheduling. You do the filming for it. I agree. I agree with Oprah because Oprah said that she believes that Lindsay believes mm. she's ready to make the change. And I do too. I think Lindsay believes it, but I don't think Lindsay has a, f- a full grasp on exactly how she needs to act and what she mm. needs to do to make what she wants happen. I mm-hmm. kind of feel like it's getting called to the principal's office for, mm. for something that happened. And, oh, yes, sir, it'll never happen again. Mm. And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, and then here comes the next day, maybe even the next hour, and it's like right back to... You know, the usual business. I mean, I don't know. I, again, I wish we could see that call sheet and see just what she's missing out on yeah, and how, how often. Exactly. Now, on that subject, guys, I want to take, I think, the main theme of this part for episode in particular was scheduling. I mean, we've used that word throughout from the very start, and Lindsay's been constantly making remarks saying, I just want to schedule. That's what I need. And I highly encourage that. Anybody that's coming into, you know, out of rehabilitation and trying to make new life, as they say, rebuilding it for herself, they do need a schedule, like all of us. Mm -hmm. We get things done that way. And I think for this, you could put the schedule in looking at her team. So the team including AJ, Matt, Michael, um, and that further on to the community service. So starting off, I guess, with Matt, who we introduced, and it seems like everything has worked well. They've worked it out. He got to talk with Lindsay. He seemed he wasn't so tense. So something has happened. And, guys, I'm just going to interrupt there. It looks like we've got one of our callers mm-hmm. coming online. We have a Lindsay Lohan on own big fan. And she's about to Hello. call Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi. How's it going, everyone? Hello. So we have another after buzzer, Heather Smith, on the line, and she's a big, big fan of this show. So she told me she had to call I in and chat with us about this it. Show. Oh, Heather, fantastic. Now, what was your opinion? Did you watch tonight's episode? I did. I watched tonight's episode, and I actually thought that Lindsay kind of came off a little better than she has in the past episode. She had a little bit more things together this episode than she has in the past. So I actually really liked her this episode. I agree. I Especially yeah. after the community service thing. The likability yes. factor is kind of low. The, the likability factor was kind of low in this episode to pick it up because I was worried for her image. I yep. was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she gave us plenty of reasons for us to not like her in the past. And and I think this episode was a was a resolution to the last three, and uh, a lead into the following or the rest of the season. Because I I feel like this episode was very pivotal. A lot has changed. Mm. A lot has happened, and now uh, we're anxious to see if she continues the path of following all the change that's happened in this episode. Now, Heather, as a viewer and a fan. 
what were your initial sort of predictions or thoughts about Lindsay doing this show and whether her ability to sustain from alcohol? I thought it was going to be kind of a hot mess, to be honest. I really didn't think that she would be able to get it together, even if it's only been a month. I kind of saw her falling back into her old ways. It's happened so many times. I mean, what has she been in rehab? Like, I don't know, five times or so. And I just didn't really see it working. But maybe because the cameras are on her and she does have that pressure of everyone kind of watching her this time, maybe that has made her kind of put the bottle down for a while at least, at least while the cameras are on, who knows? It kind of sounds like maybe she relapses in the next episode, so that will be interesting to see what happens. So do you think the show is a good thing or a bad thing for Lindsay at this point? Oh, probably a bad thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if if the cameras are watching her at every moment, you know, then it could be a good thing. But to be honest, it's probably not the best thing for her stability right now. Would you, by watching her on this doco series, does this make you more likely to want to go see future movies or productions that she'll be in? Do you feel like you know her more personally? I think so. I always think that if a celebrity is relatable and you get to know them personally and what they're doing in their life, that it kind of makes you feel like you want to support them in their careers and their movies or music or whatever they're doing. And so I think that I would probably be more up to go to see one of her movies now, just kind of getting a glimpse into her life. Now, how genuine, because that's certainly been a topic we've been discussing from the start, and we think this episode is starting to show a little bit more raw and honest, which they keep on telling this whole doco series supposed to be, but the three of us kind of disagreed that we didn't feel it was that raw, that Lindsay was portraying something for the cameras. How do you feel as a viewer watching it? I think you guys are right on with that. Like, I think she's kind of been pretty fake. But then again, this episode, going to the school and hanging out with that little boy, it just Mm -hmm. kind of brought it back down to, like, being real. And I felt like that was genuine because if she wasn't being genuine to the kids, then there's no way at the end of that episode or end of that um, time with the kids that they would have gone up to her and giving her hugs and not wanting her to leave. If, If it wasn't all just for the cameras and there's no way those kids would have done that. So I actually felt that that she was really genuine this episode. I completely agree. Um, You know, I also thought it was really interesting how uh, Matt, the assistant, fired Holly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Heather, what did did you think of Holly? I know we haven't seen much of her, but what what did you think of her in general on the show? Well, I thought it was just kind of weird. Last episode, I think it was, when they asked her, well, how long have you known Lindsay? And she said, well, I've only known her for a week or only been hired on for a week. I don't know. That just seemed kind of bizarre to me. I don't know. If you would hire someone like that and have them in your house when you're having all this chaos and such, and then this episode to hear that she was drinking wine in front of Lindsay, it just seems, she seems like kind of a mess too. So who knows? I I don't know if that was really a good idea to have her there. Exactly. Now, does that take us to a point that we mentioned last week, Heather? We just thought that some of these employees, these people were just being hired for the show. And it just, Mm -hmm. as you exactly said, why would someone who doesn't know Lindsay be taken into her home and thrust into the private life of everything if it wasn't just for the show. I mean, how do you mm. feel about that? I completely agree with that. I 
I feel like she was exactly put on there for the show. <laughs> I don't think there was really any other reason for her to be on there. Mm. I think Matt definitely was probably there before the show, and I think he's really trying and, and really trying to be a good assistant, and, you know, hopefully he has Lindsay's best interests in mind with, you know, working with her and such. But, yeah, I think that a lot of these people are probably just in there just for the show. So don't you think, here's what I think. If Holly is somebody that barely knew Lindsay but got hired to be in this close-knit group of people that are supposed to be people that she trusts and knows very well and has nothing but her best intentions in mind, who, I kind of want to know, who are we to blame to let such a sloppy hire come into the mix because don't you think I'm assuming Matt hired her I don't know if that's true or not but if he did don't you think he would have tried a little harder to really find someone that had Lindsay's best interests in mind when they don't know each other that it's not like you know Lindsay is a close friend with her and she this girl truly understands Lindsay and then she got fired like a week later for drinking wine in front of her don't you think that's sort of sloppy hiring and just kind of a uh, just like he wasn't really thinking or whoever brought her on just didn't really care or wasn't really thinking about she, it? She hadn't had a previous, previous experience, correct? Mm. This was her yeah. first time for a big name. As much as we know, I think. I don't, I don't know right. much about the background of Holly Taylor. I just <laughs> think it's strange that Lindsay's whole goal is to have... A normal, scheduled life and to be surrounded by people who are reliable and are truly on her team. And then it's just kind of like they flimsily throw in another chick in the mix mm. and she's just like, she's never proved that she's like good around addicts or that she's reliable or, I don't know. What do you think, Heather? I, I agree. I don't, I, I just, I'm curious who is hiring her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that Matt was really upset with her at first. I don't know if he was the one who hired her. It kind of yeah. seemed like she was flung on Matt, too. Huh. And he was kind of taken aback like he was getting fired or something at first. I caught so, that, too. I mean, really, who is hiring these people? Yeah, it's strange. Just a thought. Mm-hmm. Now, Heather, what do you think, though, in the next... I mean, there's only, it's a short season series that they've done, so they're predicting what, we have eight episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're halfway there. What do you think the remaining four, do you think it will really, any predictions on it? Do you think it will really pick up and really shine out, you know, Lindsay and Portray in a really great light? Or do you think it will just, you know, dissolve into nothing? Um, I think she'll probably have a few good moments um, in the next couple episodes, I think. After tonight's episode and her talking with her wellness coach, I can't remember her name, but AJ. I think that, I think that she, if Lindsay really wants to get her career back on track after that conversation. She probably needs to have a serious sit down with her management team and find out why they're not submitting her to roles or fighting for her to get certain roles, because that's a huge problem. If if your career is getting these acting jobs and your management doesn't even care if you get them or not, I mean, she should probably rethink if that's, the right team for her, even if she's had them for eight years. It, it may be time to switch it up a bit. So it might happen next episode. I would like to see that happen next episode, that she has a talk with them. It kind of seems like from the trailer, she does have a talk with her management, and it, it doesn't go so well. 
I might be making um, a lot of assumptions, but that's sort of what I picked up from what they cut together with the teaser because there was tears, and I heard her say, I heard her say something about work. Mm-hmm. Correct me yeah, if I'm yeah. wrong. When they think of the best actress oh, on the yep. scene. They think of her or they don't. What was one or the other? I mean, we saw a bit, and um, it was really quite good in this episode where her talking about the process, about management, about working with agents or what they should be doing. I mean, this girl at the end of the day, that's one thing she does know about, and it's about she's been acting since she was a little kid, and yes. she knows the process about it. Was that, Heather, that, was that also a bit of an eye-opener? Did you enjoy seeing Lindsay really stand forth and be very knowledgeable about the process of what a management should be doing? Absolutely. I had no idea that she knew all of that. I mean, you'd kind of think that an actor or an actress would maybe have a little bit of knowledge, but, I mean, she seemed like she really knew the ins and outs of the business, and, and that was kind of impressive to see because, I mean, I wouldn't have expected that from her at all. I think AJ's response at the end of that whole conversation was spot on, where she said, let's get you, let's show them that you've changed. And and she, I think by saying that, she managed to tie into Lindsay that it's not just about getting back to work, but you need to clean your act up and stay cleaned up and be reliable with this documentary you're making, mm-hmm. with showing up to yoga classes with AJ, anything in life. Mm-hmm. She needs to hold herself accountable and follow through. Otherwise, she's not going to get work. She needs to prove the haters wrong, essentially. Yeah. And that's the way she's going to get work, and I completely agree. I love AJ. Uh, I think That was great. one of the most fascinating scenes, yeah. I've, I think, so far. Hearing about the business side of her lifestyle and her goals and what needs to change. Because we don't really hear that about actors yeah. on, out there, about who, their representation. Are they happy? Are they unhappy? Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. And Lindsay sounds pissed. She got snubbed for a role in the Avengers movie coming up, and now mm-hmm. I want to know what role it was. I wonder if it was uh, what Jennifer Lawrence has, the blue girl. Sorry, I don't know the name that, of the character. That's, I'm that, just curious. I'm not surprised there. That That's that's a big gamble. Yeah. Uh, a franchise like that to put somebody, you know, who's had some trouble but with I wonder, movies. I wonder if another reason why Lindsay's so upset that she didn't get put into Avengers um, is because that's the kind of movie that could be a, a career restart oh, for her yeah. because that's going to be a blockbuster hit. Exactly. I mean, we know that. And so if she does well in something like The Avengers, people might start taking her seriously and she can have another comeback career. You know, doing like The Canyons, this like indie movie, it's like going to get buzz, but not in the right reasons. Right. I mean, I, I just don't see anybody taking a gamble like that with putting someone in such yeah. a high, expensive, high grossing franchise like that. I just don't see it yet. Maybe. Hopefully, fingers oh, across for though. you. I would love to see Lindsay in, a, in an action flick like that. It'd as soon as she said it, her. I was like, ah, that girl was doing her, stuff. Exactly. Tonight's episode, we've seen her doing everything from pole dancing <laughs> to yeah. yoga. I mean, this girl, she's got athleticism mm-hmm. in it, that's for sure. Well, look, Heather, thank you so much for calling in. Um, we appreciate it. And it's glad to see that, yes, even though some of the viewers may have. They started off with mixed feelings about this, but by the sounds of it, it certainly, you know, made everyone involved. Um, you certainly sound like you'll be tuning in for the remainder of the doco series. Will do. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks, Heather. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Now, I want to touch on um, another favorite moment of mine. My two favorite moments from this episode mm-hmm. were... Lindsay doing her community service. I think she is great with kids. And it reminded me about how she said that she's had to be an um, older sister and a mother 
for a long time in her life. And I think that shined. She's, yep. she's great with kids. If she decides to change her career, I think she'd be really good at that. It was a sweet moment. But also, um, I loved seeing her interact with Jim, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Now, we've got to touch right. on that. Her sketch, it was, yep. And I thought it was very, very interesting that she, um, I mean, I don't know how often her and Jimmy talk in general outside of working together, mm. but she really, it means a lot to her that he is a supporter of her and her life decisions and her career, and he wants nothing but the best from her. I thought that was great. I think yeah. I will certainly comment on that as well, Kylie. I think there were three moments in particular that I noted in this episode that we saw a more genuine side of Lindsay, something we haven't seen from the start of the episodes, and that was was in the Jimmy Fallon. You actually saw her when she was on camera. She's happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That girl, as she's always said, though, she's got a talent. She she was born to do this. She mm-hmm. loves it. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one say that to back up Michael, the sober coach's comments about when you're an addict, you're extremely selfish. All you think about is, hey, how are you going to next get your next fix? How are you feeling? You know, you, do you need more? Are you manage it? I mean, everything honestly is about yourself. But when you take that attention off you and put it onto something, whether it be an activity or someone else, then that allows the addict to then finally get escape of their own self. And so whether it was with Jimmy Fallon, where she was acting, whether it was community service, seeing, working with the kids, as you were saying, whether it's her feeling back and regressing into those moments where she was the older, being the mum to her younger siblings, or also remembering an, a life where she was addiction-free. She was happy. She was a young actress. Yeah. She was enjoying the best time of her life. And then lastly was also what we talked about with her, with AJ, how passionate she got about this. When she was like, you put me on that tape, I will do it. She, she's got confidence in herself. She believes in her acting ability and her talent. And you actually saw a genuine Lindsay getting strong about it and saying, I know I can do this. That's the only time I've ever seen her do that. I think going to the school with those kids was, yep. what, was the, probably the best thing she could have done, especially after hearing Michael speaking of how that's such a great thing for addicts to do to kind of get their mind out of me, me, me. And it was a great moment with seeing that. And I was really hoping that she was going there for her own progress and it wasn't connected to community service. I was hoping that that was going to be something that she just wanted to do. Sure. That she thought it could be something good to volunteer, to get out there. You know, I hope she really goes back to those kids. Let's let's not push it, Grant. <laughs> yeah. Grant, I agree. I'm very she didn't go she have a meeting with the Dalai Lama, remember? She's just, you know. She's not Angelina Jolie. I mean, it's like, here she is doing this great thing, and it's because yes, she stole she jewelry to. in Los Angeles. Yes. It's yeah. like, oh, God. I mean. Yes. But it did bring out a great side in her. Um, I also uh, I really appreciated seeing how she interacts, what you were saying, when it's not about her. Yep. Even when she was goofing around with Jimmy off stage, it, it, when the attention is taken off of the negative sides of Lindsay, she seems like a really delightful person. Mm. So I feel bad. I've been ragging on her the past, past couple weeks, but that doesn't mean I'm going to not hold her accountable in the next upcoming episodes if she does slip up. It's like everyone's going to be turning into little Oprahs. <laughs> yeah. I'm holding you accountable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, you, know, you know what was really interesting, speaking of all the community service, when she talked about going to the, the morgue or the yes. coroner in L.A., yes. um, it's just the way she spoke about it, though, it almost seems like it was an experience she went through as opposed to, like, 
a learning experience or like a slap on the wrist type of like sentencing. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of sounded to me like it was something she did one day. And it, like I don't yeah. I don't think she sees why she's in these places. I don't think she gets it why she's doing those this. sort of she's scare tactics now. that they do use, and that is one method by doing that. Literally, if you're an addict, do you want to see what's going to happen? Consequences of where you can be, and that's what they tried to do by thrusting her into that position. I completely agree with you on the grant that I don't think she, for her, it didn't it didn't hit that second notch. Mm-hmm. Some people it does. It makes it a huge wake-up call. For her, it was, and it was like, you know, it's really sad. These young people dying. It's like, Lindsay, mm-hmm. that's reference. That's going to be you. Yeah. We're not mm-hmm. just talking about the end of your film and Hollywood career. We're talking about an early death. Mm-hmm. Alcohol yeah. and drug abuse. <laughs> You're not playing around here. It kills you. Right. And her and Paris Hilton, they're the same type of person with regards to these going through these experiences and talking about them afterwards and not really getting anything out of it mm. that they why they were put in that position in the first place. I just I don't get it. You've done it now enough times to get it. That's really funny that you mentioned Paris Hilton because they used to be BFFs. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I believe they're not anymore, but I'm not positive. But that be. just made Those me think n- unless they don't want to be on camera. Mm. We've seen one friend of Lindsay's throughout this experience so far. Don't you think it's interesting that there have been very few people from outside of her acting career who are in her life that have resurfaced to say, like, hey, I'm glad you're sober. I've missed you. How can I help you? I'm here. Or just, we're friends. Let's hang out. I mean, maybe it doesn't fit in the storyline, but it kind of made me think, you know, does she have any friends? Which, rumour has it, I've only heard the rumours and stuff, that a lot of it, Lindsay's so-called friends and close friends, they actually haven't liked the Jocko series thus far. And they don't want to be involved in it. There you go. Ooh, that's some good tea. I wonder why they don't like it. Like, what? Because I don't Mm. think this docuseries would make them look bad. Maybe they just don't want to be involved. It's a tumultuous situation. Well, I mean, think about it. Anyone that's going to step up into a scene with her, they're not going to talk about TV shows or a sale. They're, they're going to talk about, like, well, remember when we went out and we did this and then we ran into this situation? And nobody wants to, like, willingly volunteer to sit there and talk about mistakes they made yeah. out and about in New York City at 4 a.m. Now, does that say something more about Lindsay's past behavior and her so-called close and all her friendships? I mean, it's a sad truth, but maybe you're exactly right there, Grant. Maybe all of her past relationships and friendships were all built on going out, doing yeah. drugs, drinking and her, partying. Her first boyfriend was a club promoter, we learned through Dina. So, so what? Who, uh, why would her friends exactly, as you said, why would they come and say, well, look, to be honest, my only memories of Lindsay and I <laughs> yeah. were passed out at some, you know, club, fancy-dancy club in L.A. I mean... That's it. They're probably they're probably in next in line to go to rehab, and so they probably have nothing in common with her anymore. Mm-hmm. That's so that's sad. true. Or they have gone through it, and they don't want. Yeah. It's just a time in their life they don't want to discuss. But yeah, I mean, I wonder mm-hmm. the same thing. Where are her friends? Uh, well, she real friends? on that other sad yeah. note about mm-hmm. unfortunate another consequence of addiction, and that can also be your health consequences. Now, I'm not saying it was because because you can. I know with veneers, you chip your tooth and you can break it. But that's another thing that Lindsay, at her age, and they're not necessarily going to come through now, alcohol and drug abuse takes a huge toll on your body. That includes things like teeth erosion. Now, I mean, who knows how many health problems she's setting herself up to in the future. Damn. So the big thing that we saw, guys, there was a dental emergency. 
Um, what was your take on this whole section of the, the episode on it? I rolled my eyes when I realized it was a veneer that fell out because when she held up her phone to show the picture, I was like, oh, God, how did she put a giant gap in our teeth? Yep. And then she said, my tooth fell out, my veneer those fell freak out. And I was like, me out. Those freak me out because for those who don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe a veneer is where they file down your actual adult teeth. So they're just small, little, little, almost like like triangles. Mm. And then they put on the veneers, which are is supposed to be very expensive. Yeah. And that's how you keep that white, perfect smile. And for an actress, I can understand why she do. But for me, my God-given adult teeth are good enough. I wouldn't want to see my teeth filed down like that. That would freak me out. Well, so like, I'm glad we didn't see her like tea, her grill like <laughs> like uh, yeah. I, I hate to getting dental work. I would hate to have the cameras in there. Would you want to have if you were in a procedure to have cameras like that right there watching you? I, I wouldn't want it. Uh, I'd I rather can... that they were at my dentist appointment than like my OBGYN uh, appointment. Yeah, I think I can't relate. That. I, I think can't there's relate. a few other ones that you know. <laughs> I mean, look, Lindsay's a very open girl. We've seen it. She had no problems of them coming to the pole dancing. We've seen it. You know, she, as she said, the cameras are following around. I think she's starting to also getting more used to that. Mm-hmm. Well, she's screwed if she says you can't be here because then they're just going to say you're not being a team player, you're not letting mm-hmm. in the cameras, you're saying no. So it's like you know you have at this point, it's like you can't say no to anything. Yeah, as far as we mm-hmm. know, this whole episode, she's been playing ball with the producers, and we don't have any evidence to say that after she had that talk with, um, I believe his name was Craig, the executive of mm-hmm. Pilgrim, yeah, and Oprah. Uh, we have no evidence to prove that she isn't cooperating. So that's good. That's good. To Hopefully, hear. So. we're getting a show mm-hmm. out of it because this, this was a great episode. Was Things a good happened. One. We're getting to see Lindsay pass the temper tantrums. Although mm-hmm. they did, whether it was the dramatic climax for the end of the episode, we did finish off on this episode finding out, which we knew uh, near the start. They did mention that Michael, her sober coach, would be returning back to LA. It wasn't going to be her sober crutch. You know, mm-hmm. he needed. <laughs> he's done his time. His thirty days. He was off. Lindsay has got all the. The skills, the people around her to make a new life for her. She can remain sober. It's up to Lindsay now. Now, guys, what was your own opinion and your take of how they nicely package it up? They had him on the couch and they threw out the question to Michael, is Lindsay sober? And there was a lot of umming and ahhing pauses to the extent that he's like, only Lindsay knows. Dun, dun, dun. I awaited this the whole season almost, and it it was rewarding because they they made it look like he had really given it thought, and he really gave it gave it some thought. He mm-hmm. didn't know, like especially like I'm thinking in his mind, he's like, what can I say that I can say? Because there's so much you can't, yep. and so that really was like, and no one was giving helping him out either. They like let him go. And I, I don't, I kind of think that, you know, she isn't, but he probably, I wonder what he sees that he doesn't believe 100% that she's sober. Cause he says, I have no solid evidence. Mm. So what is he seeing? Is he seeing an empty bottle? Is he smelling something? Like what, what is it? Um, and I also feel like he mentioned that a couple times he's kind of given her the tools to set her up to fly on her own, but it never felt to me like he thought she was going to do it or she was there or she was ready or she was hoping to be released so she had it she there was no like moment where he's like yeah she's got it she's good yeah no yeah i thought that was very interesting that he did hesitate he didn't sound confident in whether or not she was sober and we haven't seen any evidence to indicate that she's not i think it's weird however that at the beginning of the episode 
Um, it showed AJ and Holly making breakfast, and Michael, or excuse me, Matt, her assistant, was doing an interview to the camera explaining that he's trying to get Lindsay on a schedule. Um, and AJ was saying she wants Lindsay to start her days at 10 a.m. every day. But, like, don't you think it's weird she was sleeping till 10 a.m.? Like, unless you're out partying, why are you sleeping late? This, I, is yeah. she, like, I don't know the process of sobriety, like, post-rehab. Like, is her body still so out of whack? And she, what's, this, what's up with that? I just don't get it. My take on this, and they mentioned this, like, she still needs some type of a schedule and some type of a routine. But, you know, she spent a lot of time living in a hotel. Now she's in her apartment. She's been out of rehab for a while. Why mm-hmm. is there no schedule? Or, at least, like, why are we having this discussion now? You should probably get up at 10 a.m. every day. Like, that should have been, like, if this was a girl that needs structure, this should have been instilled a while back. Why are they letting her sleep in so late? I agree, but I think this episode now is kind of like, all right, now we're going to start the schedule. Yes. Yeah. I think it's too late. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good thing. I don't think it's too late in threatening her sobriety, but, like, why are we just doing this now? Good question. Now, fans and viewers, guys, comment down below. We want your opinions. Why do you think it's now? You know, why didn't they start that episode one? Or was there too much going on with her moving? Um, on that note, I think we should go to news and gossip. Now, guys, I've got a bit of news and gossip. Tomorrow, March the 31st, Lindsay appears on Ellen. And I've watched some of the clips um, thus far about the show. And I'll tell you what, I've never seen Ellen give it back to one of her guests as much as she did with Lindsay. Look, on the same stage, it's always Ellen. And she's still such a sweethearted, you know, interviewer. She's always, she was... She was genuinely nice. I'm not saying she was mean to her, but she certainly put up Lindsay in a few comments that she even made about her singing. She makes suggestion that um, you were on our episode, you know, um, a few seasons back and you sung. I didn't even realise you were a singer. Yeah. And uh. Lindsay's like, well, that probably shows why I'm not singing anymore. <laughs> um, in addition to that, a lot of people have actually commented and said about the episode that airs tomorrow saying that Lindsay looks like she's back to her old self, which I kind of don't know if that's a good thing because her old self, that means that she was still a user. Right. So, yeah. But they said that she really feels like she's pulled it together. She comes across genuinely honest like she's got her shit together including that she's also got an upcoming movie she's going to start filming in May. So it looks like she does have work on the boards that she mm. is back onto it um, and that things are supposedly going well for her. So, yep, guys, definitely I'd tune in to that tomorrow and find out what Lindsay says to Ellen or shall I say what Ellen mm-hmm. says back to Lindsay. And Grant. Well, meanwhile, back in New York, the New York Daily News is reporting that, uh, quote, she's got people coming in and out all hours of the night, the sorts told uh, the New York Daily News. Lindsay loves talking about her sobriety, then going to the electric room every Friday and Saturday (laughs) night. Which is a club in New York. Maybe the club has hired her to be an inspirational speaker. Oh, Lord. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. the place there. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> because before long, guys, they're going to be having AA meetings inside of a club. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame her, though. Like, I mean, you want to be, you're young and you want to go out. I mean, imagine if someone said, like, that's it. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can no, never go to a club. But you're going to want to go. At the same time, but though. I get it. She's She's, she's how old? 27? 27. She's, she's had a fair run of going out to clubs every Friday, yeah. Saturday, weekday That's night true. as well. It's not like this girl's been caged her entire life and she's never had the opportunity. 
You're right. She's probably done it for more than three of us. She, yeah, you're right. She's seen her. She's even said, I've done it all. I've seen it all. Like, why does she need to keep going to the club? If, if it's to see people or friends, can't they come to her? The source goes on to say, mm -hmm. Lindsay avoids Oprah's calls all the time. She thinks she has it all handled. Oprah really does care and really wants the best for Lindsay. Of course, it's Oprah. How can you avoid Oprah's calls? Yeah. Oprah will find you. <laughs> Wouldn't that, but that not be one if you pick up your phone and you say, you know, Oprah, you would want yeah. to answer as opposed to, I'll call her back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to call Oprah back? Yeah. yeah. Oprah said, doesn't leave voicemails. <laughs> yeah. And Lindsay said in an interview with Jimmy Fallon that like she likes to have the voicemails because it's cool. So maybe she really does let it go to voicemail. But so I mean, when you've got someone who has probably a very limited time like that calling you and they're like being your life coach, air quotes, I mean, why would you not answer? I don't know. I don't know. And then the, the article goes on to question her sobriety because they say that she's out all the time till late hours of the night. But there is, again, no evidence that she is uh, drinking. There, there's no like no photos of her drinking mm -hmm. and that she stayed over at the Gramercy Hotel as opposed to going home one night. But that, they also said that could be to avoid photographers, which it sounds like a Lindsay move because she's always trying to dodge them anyway. Yeah. But who knows? That's a good excuse. Interesting news and gossip. Interesting, guys. <laughs> and that final part then moves us on to predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So, guys, as Grant Mess, you know, made the comment about from our news and gossip, is Lindsay sober or not? We finished this with next week's previews of next week's episode, which includes... There's a lot of questions about, is she sober? Including AJ, her life coach that has been, we really, I mean, I was team AJ definitely in this episode. Looks like she almost wants to call it in, say, I'm not even going to do it. Lindsay looks like, yeah, she's gone back on the drinking. I think that this teaser is going to make me think this next episode is going to be all about Lindsay going back to her old ways when in reality... It's about, like, something completely different. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming yeah. I'm getting duped by this teaser and that Lindsay is still sober but just being a pain in the ass with something else. Well, I think editing is involved, and I don't think AJ is leaving her, mainly because that would look terrible for AJ Johnson. Yeah. Yes. And she's on this oh, show. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I don't think she would leave. But it was mentioned that Lindsay was allegedly drinking wine with her. Was it her mother? Was, oh, it the, yeah. was it the mother again? Dana. Did it, Dina just get busted for a DUI? So, I mean. That's a mothery role, that's all as that we I talked need. about. She just mother steps up when she needs to. That's all I need to know. So, I mean, yeah, my predictions are that she's probably not going to give us a straight answer. She'll probably, she'll give us a, uh, you know, one of those Lohan answers where there'll be no ownership of it at all. And no and real then, answer. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll be left to us to figure out. And they'll ask Matt. He'll be on this street corner again, like, uh, I don't know. That poor guy. I just feel like he's just yeah. like, they just leave him in the dark anytime they can. He's trying so hard. And they they tweeted a picture last week. Because remember she was really rough on him last week about the whole situation with the keys to the apartment. And um, they put the, the TiVo on pause and they took a selfie in front of it. And they're like, besties. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how bestie Matt is with her. I feel like he would probably keep you know, a little bit distance. Professional relationship right. here, Lindsay. Let's be honest. Now, guys, don't forget to jump onto iTunes and download us. We really appreciate it. Last week, we were up in number two. 
So let's make it number one yes. this week. So download us. And where can I find my fabulous host? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Grant Michael R. You can find me Twitter and Instagram at the Kylie Hodges. And you can find me, guys, at Twitter at Host McGrath and also on YouTube at Stephanie McGrath, M-C-G-R-A-T-H. And that's all for tonight, guys, and we look forward to having you all in tomorrow week. Sorry, next week, (laughs) tomorrow week. Next week for part five of Lindsay on Owen. Night, guys. Adios. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.